Good morning, everybody. I am here with Nicola Elise Ryan. I am so excited to have her on the show today because, you know, it's Odie in here with The Daily Grind. She is actually a real estate agent here in Edmonton who is just killing it. She has been doing it for 10 years. And you're probably thinking, okay, so she's old and ancient. <laughs> no, you guys see she's laughing. She is young, vibrant, and fresh. And she just really, even though she's been in the industry for 10 years, she cares about her clients like I have never seen before. I love working with her on some business projects. I love referring everybody I know to her. So I really wanted to bring her on to the show today just so you guys can know what life like a real estate agent is really like. So Nicola, tell us a little bit about yourself. What an introduction. Okay. <laughs> so yes, my name is Nicola and I started real estate at the young age of 21. I got into it so young, I you know, I don't even know how. I just I just knew I wanted to be a realtor. Uh, in college, we had to do a placement program in an industry we were excited about. And I went and did 30 hours of free filing at the Remax office. <laughs> and I sat in the back watching these fabulous women walk back and forth, killing it, making deals, making money, and just having a great life. And I said, that's me. And so here we are, fast forward 10 years later, and I'm sitting on the couch with you. Oh, that's so awesome. So I'm going to kind of take a twist right at the beginning, and I'm okay. not sure how you're going to feel about it, but you recently just got engaged. I did, yes. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And how long were you dating for? We were together about three and a half years before you popped the question. Oh, wow. See, and I'm biased. I love her now, fiance. He is hilarious. But the reason I brought that up, not mm -hmm. to be sexist in any way, is, you know, some people are going to be like, why are you asking about that? But did you find being kind of an entrepreneur, because being a real estate agent is being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. did you find it hard relationship-wise, like to keep relationships, to get to this relationship, <laughs> anything <laughs> like that? That's Pate, you guys. He wanted <laughs> to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, when I first started in the real estate world, I was definitely uh, quote-unquote workaholic. I was driven and all I wanted to do was build my empire so dating was not really a priority and these poor guys would ask me out I would say yes and I would cancel <laughs> cancel 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 I have to go close a deal I remember one time I even brought a file to a date on just off White Ave and I said if my clients call to buy this house I'm going to leave and sure enough they called he was very cordial he paid the bill and then um I went and closed the deal, and but we never had another date, so. Uh, well, at least he paid the bill, you know. I feel like nowadays guys don't want to pay the bill. Uh, I actually love that you just said that because I know for myself, too, sometimes I'm like, um, this is a schedule opportunity for personal time. That's this right. is what I can date you. That's right, yeah, 100%. I had to kind of block that personal time off. But you know what's funny is even though – it was hard to date. I still had tons of time for my friends and my girlfriends and I became really close and but they were always very supportive of me building my empire. So they didn't complain when I had to cancel on them. Mm. So it, uh, it strengthened other bonds while it didn't allow me to uh, have, I guess, a man around. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, we can have an anti-bad moment. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that it strengthened bonds for you. Yes. Pate is really excited because it strengthened the bond with Pate, I think. That's, That's right. And now she follows me everywhere, including yeah. to your podcast interview. Um, so what do you think was like, if you could look back at the friends that supported you or helped you or just the people, what was the kind of best support or best supportive advice that you got from someone who wasn't in the industry, who just really wanted to see you succeed? Wow. That's a really great question. You know, I can't think, I can't remember one piece of advice, but I do remember them being very patient with me. And even though they weren't giving me maybe tips or tricks, they were listening. They were, when I was venting, they would, um, 
they would allow me to come and go when I needed and they didn't give me any flack for it. So I think if I think just them being patient with me and them allowing me to uh, have my dreams and not and not kind of abandon me because I was abandoning them kind of <laughs> if that makes sense that does make sense did you ever feel like guilty like sometimes yeah sometimes when I wasn't around especially with my family you know didn't see my mom as much didn't see my dad but 10 years later I have all the free time I've built this empire and I'm, I'm where I want to be so I can now spend the time with my friends and family and my fiance. <laughs> uh, yeah. So actually, and then you just said empire. Yeah. So people may not know this about you, but you created keys to coffee. Coffee to keys. Coffee yeah. to keys. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. About five years ago, I rebranded myself. Um, so it's the Nicolay Lee's from Coffee to Keys real estate team. And what we did is uh, coffee. To, what is coffee to keys? It's a low pressure, genuine conversation with my clients, your referrals, your friends, your family, where we just talk about the real estate needs. And, you know, typically it's at a Starbucks or at my office and we're enjoying a cup of coffee together. And then we bond a little bit. And then the next thing you know, I'm sell, taking the keys to sell their home or I'm handing them the keys to their new property. So that's where coffee to keys was born. And I feel we are, if it's not an empire now, we're definitely on track to get there. Well, you have like video commercials, you have them online mm -hmm. on Facebook, and then you just downloaded an app or you created an app. That's right. Yes. Okay. For the last two years, I've been working on developing my own real estate app. There's nothing like this on the market. What it does is an app for my clients to use, 100% free, of course. It comes with working with Nicola and Lise, Coffee to Keys real estate team. And they, they use the app. And what it does is it keeps them on track. It, it's, it's a calendar so they know when their showings are, knowing, knowing when their appointments are. It's linked to Google Maps. It has task lists which let them know exactly how far along they are in the transaction, where they need to go. All of the documents are in there. So it's really just a one-stop mobile information depot for all of their real estate needs in one spot. Uh, so I'm really proud. It's been my baby. It's been something we've been working on and beta testing for so long. And anyone out there who's developed a comprehensive website or an app knows how <laughs> frustrating it can be when you hit all these roadblocks. So we're just at the final stages. And it's been kind of cool. We took a little... We did a little twist is that I've also rebranded it and I'm going to start selling it to other realtors who want oh. to look like rock stars of their industry, who want to look like they have their very own app. It can be customized to that realtor. So it will look like theirs. So oh. it's, it's been pretty cool. So it's been a journey for sure, but we're almost done. You know what I actually really like about that is I don't like paper. Like yeah. with everything that I do, I have a lot of paper, mm -hmm. but I'm like, where's that one piece of paper? Yeah. What did I do with it? Right? Like, uh, yesterday I drove back home because I forgot a piece of paper and I had reorganized my office. So it wasn't where I left it oh, anymore. No. And I was like, man, I cleaned up so good. I can't find anything. So <laughs> with your clients, like for me, I'd be like, okay, what is it I was supposed to do again? I know I wrote it on that post-it. That's right. Yeah, and you know, even my most organized clients, let's say that perfect A-type client who has checklists, who color coats things, it, they're just, they've never done it before. They either it's the first time buying a home or the first time selling or even they're upgrading and they have a stressful life situation. Like anytime somebody's buying or selling a property, something is changing in their life. So there's so much more than just buying a home. It's having a baby or it's, you know, a mother passing away and they have to sell the estate. So there's so much more going on than just selling a home. So with the app, it is that easy. So you don't have to drive home and look for that piece of paper ever again when you're selling a house with me. <laughs> I love that. And also, like, I think people need to really understand not that you're mobile, but the industry's mobile. So, you know, sometimes mm. people will say, oh, I know a real estate agent or I know this or that. 
But, like, I actually see you, because I follow you on social media, mm-hmm. on the road, like, driving to your clients, picking them up. So how important do you think that is to have a realtor that is mobile and will come to you and literally go to every side of the city? Yeah, you know, I don't specialize in any one area of the city. I find that so boring. I think it's my job to know the entire market, whether that's Edmonton, Sherwood Park, uh, you know, all at north side, east side, west side, Leduc, Devon. It's just so much more exciting when my clients are more diverse and their homes are more diverse. So I think it's really important that you have somebody that does know the entire market and is excited about that because you all, you do you do spend a lot of time with your realtor and it's important that you know, like, and trust them. So find somebody that does suit, um, suit your personality and also suit your needs. If you want to buy in the North side and they specialize in the South side, find somebody who's a little bit more diverse. See, and that's really good too. And so, um, I think like to kind of go back to being an entrepreneur because you Mm -hmm. know, that's what you are as a real estate agent. You are an entrepreneur and you're driving a lot, how do you maximize that driving time? Because I know it can be really frustrating sometimes if you're like, I have to drive from one side of the city (laughs) to the other side of the city, and now it's rush hour too, so I can make this in time. So what do you do when you're in the car? Yeah, great question. So when I'm in the car, I I answer all my phone calls. I'm calling back. On hands-free, of course. On hands-free, yes, Bluetooth. (laughs) No, put the phone down, ladies. Don't text and drive. So I'm answering all the phone calls, uh, and I'm also, I'd like to do Highway University, it's called. My dad used to, from a young age, uh, instilled, use that time, because I am on the road. Yesterday, I was on the road, I think, for four and a half hours total, uh, and I used a whole tank, or no, sorry, a whole, like, half a tank of gas, but what I do is I books on tape, books on tape about professional or personal development, uh, or, and I use that time to talk to friends, catch up, call my mom, call my dad. Uh, just to spend a little bit of time with them because I am working from like yesterday. I think my first appointment was 6.30 and I got home around 9 p.m. 6.30 a.m. 6.30 a.m. Wow. I didn't know you could look at houses that early. No, you know what? (laughs) We weren't looking at houses. It was more professional development. It was networking appointments. Uh, It was all the other things that come along that are not client related, just business related. Uh, See, and you bring up another point too. A lot of things happen in the back end Mm -hmm. when you have your business. So what do you think... For me, I always say the little things become the big things, right? If you ignore them long enough. Yes. So what do you think are the little things that whether you're any, whatever kind of entrepreneur you are, whether you're a real estate agent or a contractor Mm -hmm. or anything like that, what do you think are those little things that are really important to make the time for? Um, Really important to make the time for. I think health, making sure that your your body is physically able to do your job, which was a hard hurdle for me um, when I got busy. That was the first thing to go. You know, yoga stopped, working out stopped. Uh, but again, now I'm a little bit older. Uh, I can I can allocate that time, and I realize without your health, you really don't have anything. So I think it's important, even if you spend 20 minutes by yourself in the morning with a cup of coffee, walking around your block. That is something that I love. It helps clear my head. Uh, I get a fresh start to the day. So I would say, yeah, your health is a small little thing that can build up. Like you said, it becomes a big issue, you know, if you let it go too long. Uh, And another thing, I baths. I don't know, baths. I used to just, you know, I was quick in and out of showers and just getting rushed to appointments. But now I'm thinking, oh gosh, I really wish I spent more time on myself and just relaxing. So I think it's important we get caught up, so caught up in our business and it becomes our everything and uh, you know our whole world is wrapped around our business as entrepreneurs. But we have to remember there's, we're doing this for certain things. So remember your goals and remember that personal time and that health and make sure you spend a little bit of time, uh, 
block that off for yourself. Mm-hmm. And speaking of personal time, I find, because you said you were networking, mm-hmm. I find networking to kind of be personal time sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, I feel like I'm the smallest peg in the group that I'm with. That's and right. then other days I feel like I'm like the biggest one and I'm like, oh my gosh. So, but what do you think are the most common mistakes that people make when they're networking? That, what do they call it? The drive-by where you drop a card off in somebody's hand and keep going. <laughs> that, there's no relationship building there. Uh, my entire career, I have focused on relationship building. So you will never see me at one of those events just throwing cards at every seat or every table or every hand and then walking by. Uh, I think it's important to focus on one person at an event that you feel you could have a, re- a referral relationship with or a personal relationship with and spend a little bit of time. Pick two or three people, build a relationship, and I think that's a su- successful event. But that's a huge yeah, faux pas in my world is don't just come hand me a card and then walk away because I'm, I don't know who you are, what you do. And sometimes these business cards don't even have your email address on it or your business name. So it's just ridiculous. Or what you are. Or what, yeah. Oh my gosh, I went to one event and there was a guy and I watched him and he was like, hey, my name's Bob, blah, 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 and it's going. And then I was like, okay. And then I got home that day and I was going through all my business cards which um, I don't know if you're bad for sometimes, but sometimes I put my business card somewhere safe and then I don't know where it is That's for two right. weeks. <laughs> yes, especially and, when you have so many. Yeah, and uh, so I was doing that with the this networking guy. I'm watching him run from person to person, but then when I got home, I was like, what does this guy do again? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And it didn't have it on his card. It just had like Bob Smith 401 for all your needs. And I was like, what's what's all my needs <laughs> it's just yeah that's another thing a great point if you're gonna go to these networking events have a business card that speaks to your brand speaks to your personality and is clear and concise yeah that is so huge and i mean we've all made those business cards ourselves when we first started and printed them online you know 99 bucks for 500 cards but I find um, getting a second pair of eyes, get somebody else to look at them. Even, I mean, graphic designers, you can often hire them for 100, 200 bucks an hour yeah. and get a really steady, great card. So that's, yeah, great point. I definitely, if when I get those cards, they go in, in my purse and then out the purse the next day. Yeah, and... Um, for anybody who's like really new listening to this, mm-hmm. I know sometimes $100, $200 can seem so stressful. Yes. So things like Fiverr can yeah. be really good. Um, Upwork. There's um, a lot of programs where you can create your own business cards. That's right. Uh, Canva, Canva is really good. Um, so just like, you know, don't be think that you have to spend money right away. Take five or ten minutes and look for ways that you can save money because it might save you a lot of money in the long run. We use Canva almost exclusively for all of our, our real estate flyers because it is, if you, at first we used the free program, but now we've upgraded to pay $9.99 American a month. And you can actually save everything and you have folders and they save your colors and they recommend things to you. So for, you know, 120 bucks a year, we're using Canva exclusively and it looks very professional. We get lots of comments on it. So yes, that is a great tip. Yeah, I do love Canva. Sometimes I get frustrated with big events and I'm like, there's not enough space for everything yeah. I need. <laughs> what do but, I do? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, actually... I kind of want to, so one of the reasons I love you so much Mm -hmm. and to go back into networking is um, the company that I worked with had a bad name, but they did great things. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for a new real estate agent to network with. And you said, I, so someone had our mutual friend that we didn't know was, now it's a mutual friend Mm -hmm. had always told me about his real estate agent. So he's my really good friend. And he said, my real estate agent took such good care of me. 
she calls me on my birthday and she does this. And I was like, hey, I need someone like that because all the other real estate agents that I was working with were kind of, I want to say like one trick ponies mm -hmm. and they were chasing the big bucks. So when I'd help someone save money for their first home, they were like, eh, it's not a half a million dollars. I'm good. Yeah. And so I was like, I got to meet this Nicola. Like, I got to <laughs> see what she's about. And so I called you and was like, I know this is really weird. Can we go out to eat? I think I want to work with you. Like that kind of thing. And I, I told that. you who I was involved with and you still were willing to meet with me. Definitely. And uh, and you got to know me and know that like I'm a big people person. I'm like a Care Bear at heart. As <laughs> much as I don't want that in public, I can't deny that. That's true. And I think it was like, so, so the reason I tell that story is one, that's one of the reasons I love you even more because you were willing to take a few minutes out of your day to see like, I am a person, mm -hmm. but you don't, you do that with everybody. Like you don't do. judge anybody and i think that's something we forget sometimes as entrepreneurs like we might you know maybe we make a couple thousand dollars or mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars or we get a lot of awards and we start judging people because we think we're better than them so, i can see that yeah yeah so what do you do to keep you like so humble like is it do you think was your upbringing do you, is it a habit you have do you have a habit of gratitude like what is it that keeps you so humble and down to earth i definitely practice gratitude that is something that i learned um even at a young age, you know, things just happened for me. Life was, life was fun. Life was easy. You know, I always got that front row parking spot and I always got the concert tickets I wanted. And, uh, you know, you, you used to wait in line for concert tickets, right? Yeah. Outside the oh my master. gosh. Way to tell everyone how yeah. old we are right now. <laughs> That's right. Just a little bit. <laughs> right. But I always, those things always worked out for me. And I remember, uh, I was like, why does this keep happening? But I was always talking about it. I was like, I'm so grateful that I got this. I'm so grateful. And then I started doing a little bit of research and gratitude is a really powerful thing so now i practice it the people around me practice it i surround myself with people who understand that gratitude is a life-changing positive a positive thing that you can bring to your world so now it's i've kind of filled up my entire sphere with people who practice gratitude and it just radiates around me so it's really easy to do that and yes it's just now built into who i am um and meeting you, I mean, because our mutual friends said you were so awesome, they were even saying <laughs> the same things about you. I knew I had to get to know you. I know yeah. I had to be around you. So that was one of those happy, happy accidents where, yeah. you know, somebody introduces us and it was just perfect. And have, I work with people of all different income levels. And again, it keeps it exciting. It keeps yeah. it diverse. I learn a lot. I have sold mobile homes and I've sold $1.5 million estates. So it's really just whatever the client's needs are, I'm here to satisfy them. Yeah. And it keeps it interesting. You know, well, mobile homes scare me. I've watched yes. too many tornado movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would go on site. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> they're not the greatest investment either. So I would just want to throw that out there. Um, so let's, if somebody's thinking about buying a mobile home, let's have a cup of coffee first because <laughs> they're not, they're, they're hard to resale. So yeah. And of course, Twister, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Like that movie, you know, yeah. it's always like tornado warning, yeah, <laughs> mobile home area, and you're like, uh, I'm okay. That's right. Um, to go back to your attitude of gratitude. Mm -hmm. So I think like when we're doing our business, sometimes there's days that just suck. Mm -hmm. Like so, when you feel like your cup's getting empty, and it might be like I don't know if it's ever harder for you to see that gratitude. Sometimes maybe mm -hmm. like three deals in a row didn't go through, or so. I don't yeah. think that happens for you. But uh, like you know, or your car breaks down and it's something really important. Knock on wood. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but <laughs> what what do you do when it's like so like empty or like you know maybe you're in a room full of negative people how do you remember like okay i have to recenter myself great question um you know i i get frustrated and things fall through just like everybody else but typically if something's typically if something goes wrong uh, it could always be worse. So, you know, I'm thankful that if my car stalls, it wasn't an accident, you know, or yeah. if those three deals fell through that it, you know, wasn't something that we could control. You know, the house had mold, well, we're not going to buy it. Or, you know, the house uh. has asbestos, we're not going to buy it. So those are things I can't control. Um, so I'm just grateful that we caught it. You know, I'm grateful that we, we made the right decision. My client came back away and I focus on that instead of off oh, frig, you know, the deal didn't go through and the client, the client is happy. You know, they're happy yeah. that we, you know, it's frustrating. They kind of emotionally moved into the house and then you, that deal dies. So, you know, I'm, I just focus on making them happy again and moving on to the next task. And it, it just, it's all, it's just naturally flows that way. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, like I said, I get frustrated and pissed off just like everybody else. And I have my little venting session and I do some yoga and then I move on. Mm. You know what? I'm not sure if you guys caught that or not, but she kind of does the old tale of a, win a door closes, a window opens. Definitely. That kind of thing. Because yeah, those people are frustrated, but you know what? You just saved yourself from living in asbestos mm -hmm. or living in mold or that deal didn't go through, but it was the right thing for somebody else. So I think you guys, when you're really stressed or you're really angry, it's really important to find that there's like a silver lining somewhere. And I know it's really hard or if there's an opportunity that wasn't seen mm -hmm. in that thing, like maybe, for example, with the house, that house has mold. Well, maybe the person who was living in it didn't even know it had mold. That's right. So now they're mad at the real estate agent and yeah. then they're hiring you. <laughs> That's right, 100%. And, you know, I've had some pretty in my career, some, some people knock me down, you know, people not wanting you to succeed or maybe a little bit jealous or whatever's going on. And they definitely knock me down and it was hard and you cry and you know, you, you realize you, you just, it, you feel like, what am I working towards? Why are people doing this? It just doesn't make sense. But the best part of who I am now and the best part of my, you know, Nicola Lee's coffee to keys, real estate team grew from those people being so negative and being mm -hmm. in my world and they slammed a door in my face but I didn't see it then but looking back now it was like this beautiful window in the background with sun gleaming through <laughs> fresh rain and a beautiful rainbow was waiting for me so we've had that and you know what sometimes when people when younger agents come to me and we you know they, they take me for a cup of coffee and pick my brain they share their stories of something similar. I'm like, oh, girl, just sit, wait. You know, it's coming. It's coming. It, just work through it. Just keep your head down and keep working through it because there is that window that's open for you. Mm. And so you're saying like people push you down and stuff. I'm just going to ask this question. Mm -hmm. And I, I always have to say this. So I'm like, I don't want to offend anybody on this. But girls will understand that sometimes girls aren't the nicest to each other or women mm -hmm. or females, however you want to word it. Um, how do you overcome that? I feel like it's kind of ingrained in us at a young age to like kind of think of other women as a competition. So how do you deal with um, females, I'll say females, mm -hmm. that treat you as competition and want to push you down? Well, you know, and I you, think... Oh, sorry, and do you find it's more from females or males in your industry that want to make you not work with you? The, I've, only, I've only experienced negativity coming from a female in this industry and uh she came from a place of power too so it was um it was uh it was rough it was uh it was hard but um 
you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, we got distracted and that's okay. Cause we're having a great time. So just to wrap it up, is there any tip that you want to give anybody? Um, like what is the biggest tip you want to give to anybody who's thinking about going into the real estate industry mm-hmm. or kind of like doing their own business and going against the grain? Yeah. You know what? Put your head down and power through it. Just work, focus. A business plan really helped me stay focused and same with a business coach. Uh, I got lucky and I found a great business coach about five or six years ago and he really helped me work through things like procrastination because I was getting in my own way and I'm sure there's many people like that out there uh, as well as just focus and involve your friends and family. I got people involved so that they, my dream became a little bit of their dream and now it's so beautiful because they're all proud they they always let me know how proud they are of me and uh, how they worked through the tough times with me and so they're bought into it and it becomes like a team atmosphere so just keep your head down work don't be afraid to know your weaknesses and find somebody who can help you with those um just see like where did you find your mentor my uh, mentor was actually a real estate agent that was in my office and she was just so cool. I wanted to be her. So uh, I jumped on board with her and then I found my business coach uh, through a networking event. He, so, and he's, he was just a business coach. His name's Brad Halliwell. He's amazing. I recommend him to everybody. And uh, you can just go online and search business coach in your local area and a bunch of results will pop up. Perfect. Or you can refer them to me. I oh, know. that's right. Yeah, Odia yeah. to take care. Yeah, Odia is also the best coach as well. And if they want to get a hold of you, um, how can they do that? I am on all the social media links. I got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as Nicola Elise. Okay. And I'll write that down below for everybody. Perfect. Patty's saying goodbye. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) She's saying wrap it up, ladies. And then, of course, uh, my website, www.nicolaelise.com, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-E-L-I-S-E.com. And my cell phone number, I prefer all of my clients to call me directly. Don't call the office. You're just going to get a receptionist. Get at me personally on my cell at 780-504-1182. Perfect. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, There is a lot more interviews to come. Maybe Pate will swing by one more time. (laughs) If you guys have any questions, too, you can write them on the bottom of the podcast or you can reach both of us directly. And we love to hear from you and any other questions you have.